Hi, Amy Carroll here with another Partner in Action Story. This podcast is a series of interviews and real-life stories from people who apply the partner mindset and behavior. The result? They get more of what they want, more often, with less difficulty. This body of work is based on the communication model Predator, Prey, or Partner, and it was developed by my sister, Pat Kirkland. You can find out more about Pat and the model at patkirklandleadership.com. So listen, laugh, and learn how you can apply this approach in your life and get more of what you want. Hi, Amy Carroll here with an unfortunate and true story about how I recently went predator on a train conductor. A few months ago, I was heading to the train station after an evening class. When I checked the time, I discovered the train was already at the platform and I was still about three minutes away. So I immediately started racing towards the station. When I got there, I could see the train way down the track. And by this point, it should have already left a minute or two before. I figured luck was on my side, so I picked up my pace. While I was still about 30 seconds away from the train, I could see the conductor on the platform who looked my way, saw me, and then he blew the whistle and got on the train. I was shocked he was making no effort to hold the train for me, even though I was only seconds away. Amazingly, the train didn't leave right away, which gave me even greater motivation to run even faster and Miraculously, I caught the last carriage. The door opened and I jumped in. You can imagine my delight. So here I was in the last train carriage, catching my breath. And I decided even though the conductor didn't seem to make an effort to delay the train for me, I was going to engage with him as a playful partner. So when he came into the train car, I got up, started walking towards him to show him my ticket. And with playful energy, I said to him in French, thank you so much for waiting for me. Shockingly, he snapped back in what sounded like a very aggressive tone. I didn't want to wait for you. His reaction literally felt like a slap across my face. I interpreted it as a rejection to my invitation to engage playfully, and boy, did my ego get triggered. Now, I realized at this point, or not, I didn't realize then, though I realize now that this was the point at which I was attached to the outcome of the conductor giving me a certain response. What happened next was a rapid exchange of defensive and aggressive comments on both sides. I kept slipping into snarky predator responses with unsuccessful attempts to pull myself back into partner. And by the way, folks, what makes my unacceptable behavior even worse was that the class I had just finished was a yoga class, right? I mean, that's really bad. I was so ashamed of my behavior. Luckily, the train ride was less than 10 minutes long. So I got off at my stop. And while I was walking home feeling really despondent, I was beating myself up for my wildly inappropriate reaction to this man who was just simply doing his job. I was telling myself, what a horrible human being you are, Amy Carroll. I remember saying, you're a total fraud. How can you possibly call yourself a communication coach when you react to a complete stranger just doing his job. After a yoga class, I found no excuse for my behavior. So I anticipated that I was gonna spend the next 48 hours rehashing the experience, beating myself up periodically for this really 
did I say unacceptable behavior? <laughs> what happened next felt like a magical intervention. I'm still walking home at this point, and something made me think of nonviolent communication. And I thought about the list of feelings and needs. So I thought, well, let me just ask myself about what I was needing. Amy, what need did you have in that moment when you attempted to be playful partner with the conductor? My answer, which came back, was a need for connection. Now, this doesn't surprise me because I often use the strategy of playfulness to connect with both friends and strangers. The realization that my intention was for connection was a huge aha because what came next was a flood of self-empathy and understanding. Now, it didn't justify or excuse my behavior in any way. What it gave me was self-compassion and the ability to forgive myself without spending 48 hours beating myself up. In addition, it gave me a new level of motivation and curiosity to reflect on the situation and to figure out how I could have managed myself differently if I'd gotten the same negative reaction with the train conductor. Talking about this again with friends, another insight I had was it's experiencing empathy for the conductor, who may have felt a bit stressed out because the train was delayed and then potentially feeling embarrassed to encounter me on the train when we both knew he didn't really make an effort to hold the train for me. In addition, he may have heard my playful engagement of thanking him for holding the train as completely sarcastic, which on an unconscious level might be truer than I'd like to admit. A final reaction on this recent encounter. I asked myself why I was so shocked by his reaction. And what I realized was that these skills of partner work so much, so often, and so consistently that when they don't work, it's highly unusual and can catch me by surprise. In that moment, when I decided to engage with him as playful partner, I was attached to getting a positive response immediately. A bigger learning for me is although I will continue to step into partner as much as I can and as often as I can, that doesn't guarantee I'm going to get the reaction or the response I expect in return every time. I can want what I want and still not be attached to getting it. And with that, I wish all of you happy partnering.